lives but a walking shadow. A poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury signifying nothing. Igor Stravinsky once said, just as appetite comes by eating, so work brings inspiration, if inspiration is not discernible at the beginning. For those of you who may not know, Stravinsky is one of the most influential composers of the 20th century. Died in 1971, before most of you were born, before I was born. But he, I'm, I'm a quote junkie, in case you didn't know that. And that's one of the quotes that I have tucked away in my list of quotes. And I like it. The idea that uh, you have to work yourself into inspiration. Just like sometimes you have to eat yourself into hunger. Have you ever been so hungry that you weren't hungry anymore? You'd gone so long without eating that you lost the hunger? You know, that happens in other areas of our lives too we can sometimes be so dry for so long that we lose the hunger you see it in in fighters boxers who've been championed too long football players teams that have had such success they lose the hunger and then they get beaten by people with with uh less skill but more hunger Yes, I did just quote the entire storyline of Rocky II. Thank you. That's what this show is. It's called Sound and Fury. And it's my audio blog. I used to blog a lot. I am a writer at my core. I often say I don't really know what I think about a subject until I've written about it. I'm a verbal processor. Things have to go in through my eyes and ears and roll around in my mind and come out as words before I can truly understand them. I'm that guy in class who has to stop the teacher and repeat back everything she just said. Yes, that's annoying, I know. But that's the way I learn. I can't uh, really know that I've understood something until I've written about it, or in this case, spoke about it. So Sound and Fury is my new outlet for that. I've been podcasting now for about three years. And uh, in some ways, it's been amazing. It's, it has been my inspiration. But in some, in, in, in some ways, it's been a drain on my inspiration. I don't write anymore because I don't have time to write. I'm spending all of my time here behind this microphone. And I love it. But uh, it gets soul-wearying wearying after a while. So this show is my attempt to work myself into inspiration. And let me tell you where I... Uh, just to give you a, a sense of, of uh, what this show is going to be. It's just me. I'm not going to have any hosts, co-hosts. I'm not going to have guests on. I mean, I'm not going to say never, but that's not the plan. I'm not going to go out and grab news stories. It's just whatever's on my mind. 
Sometimes it will be technical. Sometimes it will be political. Sometimes it will be personal. Sometimes it will be irreverent. Sometimes it'll just be me shaking my fist at the world. Sometimes I'll just come here and make fun of people for a while. I don't know. I don't know how often it's going to come out. I'm not going to promise you every week. I'm going to record the show as often as I need it. So that's, that's where I'm going to leave it. That may be weekly. Like it may be daily for a while. I don't know. But I hope you come along for the ride. And I hope you'll comment. And uh, I, I, I think most artists, and I do consider myself an artist, uh, are insecure at their heart. You know, we may um, seem confident when we're doing our thing, when we're on stage or behind a microphone or with a pen in our hand. But we're all uh, struggling for validation, as all humans are. And I think because artists tend to be uh, more sensitive by nature, we tend to feel it more deeply. Um, It's a very lonely thing to produce art. And uh, it's a very easy thing to critique art. (laughs) YouTube is a fine example of that. There are people out there who just put up funny, you know, somebody getting kicked in the balls videos. But then there are people out there who put up stuff that is that is they've poured their heart and soul into. And then the first comment is first, and everyone after that is lame. Been done before. I don't know where I'm going with that. I, I, I just I say that to say that we all need feedback. You're my audience. Um, I do crave your feedback, even if it's um, not terribly constructive. Because I feed on that, and I like to know how, how people are thinking. But because <laughs> often it's the retards who are the first to hit the comment button, um, it sometimes becomes hard to, uh, yes, I said retard, yes. <laughs> Political correctness goes out the window on this show. Um, sometimes it's hard to take internet feedback seriously because the uh, level of the discussion is so low. So, uh, yeah, no political correctness on this show. I try to be uh, very accommodating to all people on my other shows. I try to be very professional and to um, walk a fine line. Yes, I'm sometimes irreverent, absolutely, and I like to make people laugh, but I I tend to hold back a lot. I'm not going to do that on this show. I'm okay with offending people. If you don't like it, don't listen. I'm okay with that. As I said from the beginning, this show is for me. And not for you. So my topic this week, or what's on my mind right now, is podcasting in general. I just recorded moments ago what is most likely the last episode of the Art of Podcasting podcast. Um, Steve Cherubino, James Messer, and I have, have done that show for over a year now. And... Uh, Steve left a few weeks ago to pursue other things. He's he's not entirely leaving podcasting. He's doing a couple of them, but uh, he's uh, he's pursuing another passion. He wants to be a musician, for specifically electronic dance music. More power to you, Steve. Um, in fact, I was watching him today on, I don't remember, Street Jelly, I think is the website, where artists can can perform and just kind of riff sort of what I'm doing right now and put it on the web. And uh, 
I don't know if he's good at it or not because I don't have any frame of reference. That I, that kind of music is entirely foreign to me. But he's pursuing his passion, and uh, that's awesome. And James has uh, got other stuff going on. He's uh, I get the sense that he he is less passion driven and more bottom dollar driven. But there's nothing wrong with that. He's doing things that are going to provide for him and his family while doing something he enjoys. So that's great. Um, but that show uh, was sort of the, uh, it was an attempt to be a master class in podcasting. James and Steve are both, um, I have the, the utmost admiration and respect for those guys. That's why I asked them to do the show. They do, you know, James, James is big in what he does. In the world of Net Plus, Security Plus, A Plus, tutorials online, he's the name. And he was able to really teach me a lot in the year that we did that show. And Steve did nothing but podcast for a living for a, a, a while. But that's pretty awesome. Um, and he taught me as well. But that, that chapter has ended. And I'm going to be honest with you. Right now, at this particular moment in time, I'm pretty down on podcasting. You know, I was kind of dragged into this thing. Um kicking and screaming. My friend Sean uh, Kybel, who was my, my co-host on the Tightwad Tech and uh, the uh, co-founder of Element OP Productions, um, was an avid podcast listener. He had a long commute uh, and he liked to listen to podcasts. And when he uh, found himself over his head in a technical-oriented job, his first job in the tech industry, he found that uh, podcasts were an excellent way to educate himself. And he was he talked them up to me for a long time, for about a year, telling me about these podcasts. And of course, I was aware of podcasting. I knew what it was. I had dabbled with it. But I, I wasn't a listener, and I certainly wasn't a producer of podcasts. So he kind of dragged me into it and said, we, we need to do a show. Because you have these great ideas, this job that you do, working at a small uh, school in rural Texas, and, and stretching a budget, and, and doing... Literally what other people said couldn't be done. Inventing new processes and new ways of doing things. You need to share this with people. And I thought, you know, maybe self-effacing um, to some degree, but I just thought, eh, nobody's going to be interested in what I have to say. But I decided to do it. He talked me into it. He was my best friend, my coworker. And I, I did it just because I liked spending time with him, and it sounded like a fun project. I enjoy the whole recording gear and and that sort of stuff. I've I've done that for you know uh, music. I, I was a musician for a while in my life. I don't call myself a musician anymore because I don't do it. I haven't played my instrument in about five years. I haven't. Uh, I don't sing anymore like I used to. So I'm, I'm a recovering musician, perhaps. So I, I knew the audio world fairly well from that experience, and I knew I liked the gadgets of it, so I thought I'd do it. And you know what? I really loved it. I really fell in love with it. And uh, even without an audience, without any feedback, I just loved doing it. And then the feedback began to come. And uh, people saying, hey, this, this changed my life. You know, not in big ways. You know, I didn't, I didn't inspire anybody 
to lose 200 pounds and, and change their, their health habits. I didn't make anybody rich, but I introduced principles and techniques that made their everyday lives better. And that was pretty cool. And we've been doing that show for a while. And if you're a listener to that show, if you're a subscriber of it, you know I'm not saying any, uh, telling any tales out of school right now. That show is fairly flat right now because I'm no longer in education. I've moved out. Uh, I did what I thought was best for my family. I took a new career um, in a new state doing something entirely different. And Sean has you know, got a very busy life. And so that show right now is, is kind of hanging on. Uh, it's not the show that it used to be. Um, I still think it's good. It's entertaining. But it's not the show that it used to be. And there's nothing anymore uh, that I do that, I, that I'm just really super passionate about. Uh, the uh, the education show we did, first called the Tightwad Teacher, then Edu Matters. I was I was and still am passionate about educating people and about public education. I'm a big believer in this world of privatizing everything and uh, pulling kids out of the public schools and and people saying they're 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 no good and the whole system needs to be shut down. I'm a big believer in the American public school system. Um, but we don't do that show anymore. The hosts who did that show, you know, had to move on to other things and that's fine. I have no, no issue with that, but it left me in a place where the stuff I'm doing is uninspiring. And then uh, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months, I don't remember exactly when YouTube, uh, with their, not YouTube, but Google with their Google plus comes out with this thing called, um, communities. And I got invited to a couple of podcasting communities. And, and I joined them and I started poking around and, and seeing what was there. And I'll be honest with you, it wasn't a positive experience for me. And I, I know some people have said it has been, but it showed me what I already knew. But it showed me in, a, in such a, a visceral way that there are so many crappy podcasts out there in the world. I can't remember the exact number, but it's something on the order of 300,000 podcasts in iTunes right now. How many of those are any good? Not many. And, and, you know, I, I like to hope that mine stand out among the others, but everybody who does a podcast thinks that. They all think they stand out. But it... I had this realization, this, this um, I don't know, epiphanal moment where I realized why people, and by people I mean companies, look with such disdain on podcasts. You know, it's uh, Steve Jobs called it amateur hour. And, uh, and if you look at what Apple is doing right now, they're de-emphasizing podcasts in a pretty big way. They've... Uh, moved everything into their new podcasting app on the iPhone and, and iPad. And they're, they're no longer featuring podcasts in the way they did in the iTunes store. And they're pursuing, you know, professional content. Now there, there are a lot of shows out there that call themselves podcasts that are professional quality, but they're, they're really, they're productions. They're, they're, you know, Internet media productions, the Twit Network, Revision Three, uh, Discovery has been buying up. You know the the How Stuff Works 
uh, and, uh, and a few others, you know, the, these, these things are, are, they're done on a much higher budget with, uh, with uh, trained professional broadcasters. And that's great. I love to see that. It's awesome. But it, it's, it's not me. And seeing that, seeing the, the divide grow between the successful podcasts, which, which hire, you know, professional journalists who've, who've been in media for forever, for years. That's their career. It's what they do. They're succeeding. And then looking at the Google communities and seeing um, just the utter garbage that's out there. You know, two guys sitting 10 feet away from a laptop mic having a conversation that is that you can barely hear. And if you could hear, you wouldn't care because it's boring. There's a lot of that kind of garbage out there. And so it kind of got me down on podcasting in general, because whether it's appropriate or not, whether uh, my audience, my community believes it or not, most of the world lumps what I do in with those people. Podcasting is um, two guys sitting around a laptop having a boring conversation. And, and I, I know it's, uh, I've said this so many times before, it's a nascent market. It's brand new. It's, it's a baby. It's maybe not even a baby. It may be still an embryo that is not... Not yet the life it's going to be someday. I don't know. Um, it's still developing. It's still growing appendages and, and developing uh, new aspects of itself. And I don't know what podcasting is going to become, but I know it's not what it was. It has been legitimized in some areas, but it's certainly grown. It's gotten a lot easier. Um, but... I don't know that as a whole it's gotten any better. I think because it's gotten easier, it's gotten worse. I mean, we teach kids to podcast in elementary school. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I, I like that. I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, and then we post their stuff right along with the professionals. We don't do that anywhere else. You know, we wouldn't take a second grader's essay and send it in for publication in the Wall Street Journal op-ed column. But with podcasting, we do. We take any old garbage and put it out there and say, look, I'm a podcaster. And that bothers me. So I'm hoping that doing this show and, and doing you know some other changes that I'm going to be making are, are going to restore my passion in podcasting. You know, I started this thing with one show, then it grew to two, and then this, this whole company was born, Element OP Productions. Um, company is a loose term. Uh, I'm, I'm not making any money. It's, it's costing me money. I'm not complaining. I'm just being transparent. I lose money um, week by week, month by month doing this. Because, but I still do it, right, because I enjoy it. I referred to it just tonight as my expensive hobby. Some guys, you know, collect cigars. Some guys uh, have a wine cellar. Some guys play golf. This is my expensive hobby. It's what I do in my spare time. And I, I don't want it to be. You know, I want it to be what I do full time. 
And I don't know how to bridge that gap yet. We've had, uh, you know, as I mentioned, a couple of shows that have that have died and and uh, gone away, and you know, the, the the network was growing, and 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 then and now it's receding, and the audience on is not growing on you know some of the popular shows. It's it's there, it's still a fraction of what it needed to be. Um, I mean, the Everyday Linux is our most popular show by far, and we get uh, between five hundred and a thousand regular downloads. I need to get five to ten thousand to even be considered, you know, by an, an advertiser. I need to get thirty to fifty thousand to be considered by somebody like Ford or Netflix or, you know, Audible.com, the people who do a lot of uh, advertising on podcasts. So I, I look at, I'm looking at this mountain right now. I'm standing at the bottom of the mountain, looking up, and wondering how I'm going to get from here to there. And I don't know. And uh, I've made this comment before. If you've ever read the uh, the book uh, Animal Farm by George Orwell, I forget the character's name, but there's a there's a workhorse, and his answer to everything is the mantra he says throughout the book: "Must work harder. Whatever the problem is, work will fix it." Whatever needs to happen, we just simply work harder. And, and, and many times in my life, in, in many avenues and um, throughout my life, that's been my personality type. Must work harder. What, whatever's going on, whatever mountain needs to be climbed, whatever um, solution needs to be found, just work harder. I'm reaching a point, though, where I can't do that anymore. You know, but my day job and my my night job are are taking it out of me, and and I try to try to be a good family man. I'm recording this right now at nine thirty p.m. on a Sunday night because I try to do everything after my kids are in bed. I don't want to take I don't want this to take away from them, and I can't afford for this to take away from you know the thing that actually puts food on the table. So I'm looking at that mountain between where I am and where I want to be someday. Um. And wondering what amount of work it'll take to get me from here to there. So I want to work my way to inspiration. And that's what this show is. That's what episode one of this show is. It's now 20-ish minutes long. I don't know how long these shows will be. Some will be hours. Some will be, I don't know, hours. (laughs) Some will be an hour. Some will be a few minutes. I don't know. It's just until I say what's on my mind. I encourage you to come along for the ride and to, to uh, your communication. This, uh, this has got to be a two-way sort of thing. You've got to let me know. You've got to ask me your questions. You've got to um, fire your, your grenades at me. That, that's the only way I'm going to grow and, and get better and, and, and you know, be picky, and that's okay, but be encouraging too. Um. And I hope you'll come along for the ride, for the sound and fury. Uh, a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury and signifying nothing. At the end of this day, at the end of the day, this show is, is going to signify nothing. But it's, it's just me. It's my thoughts uh, laid bare for you. I have another, uh, a few topics that are, that are rolling around in my head. 
But for this show, for this one, I just wanted to introduce the show and why it's here, uh, why it had to be, why I had to do this. Uh, I once uh, gave a friend of mine some advice about blogging. He was trying to decide whether he wanted to be a blogger. Um, and he's, you know, he's got a regular job and, and, and I told him my advice was write when you can't not write, when you've got something on your mind that you have to write something that have to, that you have to say that it's in your heart and it must get out. That's when you write and don't worry about the rest of it. Don't worry about writing for, for content, for fluff. And that's that's what the what sound and fury is. This I'm going to record when I can't not record. When I must speak. When I have something in my head that is just locked in there. And as I said earlier, this is the way words are the way I think. Words are the way I get things understood. I, I constantly walk around talking to myself. Sometimes audibly, uh, when I'm not paying attention. Um, just the other day, I was having. Um, a deep discussion with myself in the shower about some cool new technology. And I, and I tend to intend to bring that to this show and explore it deeper. Um, so these are going to be my shower conversations, the things that I lay awake at night thinking about, you know, for the, for everyday Linux and Taiwan tech and, and uh, one meal, one workout that, that, that topic is often dictated. The, the direction that I go is laid out. Uh, but, but here, I want to be um, free-flowing. These are, just, these are going to be the thoughts that are in the twilight of our mind, in between uh, consciousness and unconsciousness. You know those things. When you're about to fall asleep at night, and sometimes you do your best thinking, those are the concepts I'm going to bring to this show. I hope you enjoy it. I hope I haven't bored you too much. I'm going to end that one for now. So uh, see you next time.